I'm Kier from Gallifrey Public Radio, a Doctor Who fandom podcast and part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows in the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Welcome to Play Comics, where once again, we're just going to forget about the whole video game thing and just go straight to talking to somebody about their Kickstarter. This time, though, I think for the first time, I'm not sure. Second time. Well, second time for you, Tommy, but I think this is for the the first time that somebody is coming back to talk about the second part of the same project. Like, that just hit me as we're doing this little intro. Hey, spoiler alert, we're talking to Tommy Waregi, or Tommy Jaguar, or... Tomas, I'm not even going to try to think of any other thing I could put in there. <laughs> to talk about the second part of Endless Moons. I'm sure I can figure Thank that you. out. <laughs> Thank you for having me coming back. It's a pleasure to, to be here and talk about it. Um, and that was a great attempt. I mean, uh, Tommy Jaguar, Tommy Kaurei, Tomas, they all work. Um, I'm used to different versions of it. So, yeah. Thanks for, for the invite. High school Spanish plus trying to learn Russian equals very weird pronunciations. <laughs> better than nothing so thank you so what have you been up to with endless moons since we last talked to you about the first one which a spoiler alert right. people it did get funded yes so that was back in january we did a one month campaign for issue number one uh that got funded we exceeded the, the goal actually we got 150 percent which was like an extra thousand pounds uh, for the for the campaign um so, so as soon as that was funded, I went uh, and started like printing everything, getting everything together to, to ship to, to backers, and that happened around like, March and uh, March April. Uh, that I sent it out to like, 110 printed copies, and then the extra one, extra like 71 or 81, uh, went to digital backers, which was fantastic. I was not expecting that much uh, support for for the campaign. Um, and in between, I was I've been working with uh, with the artist to. Uh, polished the, the script and then started working on the actual art of the issue number two, um, and that's when the the new campaign came came to be um, early last week. We released uh, Endless Moons One Two, uh, so basically offering issue number one for anyone new to to the to the story, and obviously issue number two for those backers uh, like you that supported the campaign uh, last time around. And it's the story uh, picks up hours later. Uh, after the issue number one ended, without going to many like spoilers, um, it is way more action packed than the first one. It's a bit longer; it's like two pages um, longer, so it's actually 30 pages of story instead of 28, which is nice. Um, and this time around, we're offering more rewards from the from the start instead of uh, waiting for stretch goals. Um, I'm offering the stickers and wallpapers and prints and a variant cover uh, from the start. The one thing that really jumps out at me here is you just going right up front and saying, hey, if you missed 
the first time around, you can get issue one. And that's something I really appreciate because I find out about a lot of these things when they're on like the third or fourth issue of something. And it's a giant pain to right. know that I, I really want to support you, but I can't. Well, I mean, in this case, I can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I knew since it was like a new story, I'm a new creator, um, that a lot of people maybe didn't even, yeah, discover the, the first campaign um, or missed out. Uh, like it was too late for them. So uh, it, it just came natural to me to like other backer, other creators do that I, I try to follow and, and replicate what the success that they have. It's just offering it again. Yeah. So so if you want to jump into the story, you get number one, and then uh, also number two with the choice of offer, like choosing cover A or cover B, uh, whatever you like, or even both of them if you want the collector's edition and, and getting both uh, versions of issue, issue number two. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I knew that I needed to offer it again since I'm still very young in the, in the community, if you will, um, trying to build this following and, and fans around Endless Moons. So offering the first one was, was kind of a must for me seems like everybody should follow the paper films model and just offer every issue every step along the way mm -hmm. yeah yeah i, I try to like uh creator the creator that i really like is uh, curtis Clow, uh creator of beastlands um slightly exaggerated and a few others um he always offers every single issue um if you want to jump in into the story and he's like, like his main story beastlands is like issue number seven by now and and you can get every single one of them um, sometimes even choosing the, the covers for previous editions too. Um, so yeah, when, when you're just building a, a new IP, a new world, um, and you know that people are going to be discovering it along the way, like a few months uh, later, yeah, just offering it is, is the best alternative to keep the engaged. Otherwise, you might be missing on backers, and it's it's, <laughs> it's hard enough to to raise the the money and, and have a successful Kickstarter to to be like Nijeglin uh, rejecting a few backers because you're not offering the start point of the story. Now, what kind of feedback have you gotten on the first part of it? Actually, really good feedback. Um, I was surprised because uh, for, for people listening, um, it's a black and white comic, just the cover is a uh, color. So I was I was kind of afraid to see if like, people would actually like the black and white um, feel of, of the comic book. Um, and they loved it. Uh, they really loved it uh, in terms of obviously the story and the, and the art, which Nick Giacondino does. That is amazing. But also like the feel of black and white printed edition. Um, they said it was fantastic. Even some some people with, with kids, um, I heard that uh, the kids, they started painting it over, which is amazing for, for me. I mean, that's, that's great, like having people and, and children um, having their own take on, on, on colors of the characters and stuff. It's, it's, it's truly awesome to hear um so so this time around i was like confident about the black and white that that doesn't mean that i won't offer color in the future um but it was a nice feedback to have uh, to know that people actually appreciate this kind of uh, version of the comic and that really doesn't surprise me at all i know manga has been I, I I try to say manga is picking up over here. It probably is just as big as it always was, and I'm just now noticing it. Right. But it's something my wife saw too, and she really enjoyed it. And she she reads a lot of newspaper stuff. It's black and white during the week, uh -huh. so it's not like that's a weird thing. That's good to know. This one, yeah. I mean, 
obviously the, the reference is, is the manga. Um, still kind of different in terms of art, but but yeah, I knew that there might be this community of people that appreciate black and white manga and might just jump into Endless Moons because of that. Um, but still, I, I was hesitant at first, like thinking people just like nice colors. <laughs> um, and when they see black and white, they say, oh, no, it's not worth my time. But actually, it was not the case. Um, so that was good. So real quick for anybody who didn't hear the first episode or didn't read the first issue, what is the basic story of Endless Moons? Yes, perfect. So Endless Moons follows Dassel, um, which is this bounty hunter um, that, that works along the the moons of the system, like this galaxy that's filled with planets in the size of moons, not really big planets. Um, and she's a bounty hunter struggling with finding like good assignments to survive. Um, so she decides to to join a smuggler's crew in this um, like uh, port, a galactic port. And when she because she needs a ride to go to the planet Mihena. Um, and when she joins this crew, they go into an assignment that was along the way and they encounter uh, some guy in, in, a, in a bazaar um, and something goes wrong because emotions are triggered and there's uh, this like fighting scene episode which reveals something about her um, and that triggers kind of like the story. It's like the issue number one is like kind of like the jumping point of like triggering point of what's gonna happen next but something happens in that um, encounter that she's exposed if you will about who she truly is um, and that's gonna catapult the snowball of, of events in the upcoming issues starting with number two which is really gets into it fast um, about who she truly is uh, where does she come from and and why are people um, looking, looking for her how hard is it to tell people the story of what's going on you know as you get further into the series and balancing like telling them stuff that they need to know going into issues like two and three and four because i'm yeah. optimistic that they're going to happen but also mm-hmm. not spoiling stuff from issue one right that's that's a good point um because world building is always difficult and with the comics you have a limited time of like pages if you will to, to do this stuff and also carrying the story forward um, so what I did um, in issue number one at the end of it like the exposure of, of her true identity doesn't really get revealed like you know something is off because people start noticing it and, and you see like the kind of like the bad guy uh, finding out but in issue number two we kick off with a, a flashback the first four pages or five pages are a flashback to her past. So that kind of like sets up what's going to happen in, in issue number two. And we're getting answers um, of why she became like a bounty hunter and why she's been running away for the past decade or so. Um, and hopefully in issue number three, we we kind of like move forward into what's, what she's going to do about it. Um, she's going to keep running or confront it. But without like getting into much detail, because I don't want to spoil people that haven't read number one, um, the story takes a lot of inspiration from um, Anastasia, the animated movie from the 90s, uh, Disney movie, I think, uh, The Lost Russian Princess. Um, and also has a lot of like space western um, feel to it, since like Dazzle uses 
double <laughs> revolvers uh, as, her, as her weapon of choice. Um, you have these smugglers kind of pirates um, that she works with. And, and then since um, Legend of Zelda is a huge inspiration for me, uh, that also kind of I wanted to replicate that in terms of the, the this female character and the bad guy uh, against each other. Kind of removing Link or the hero out of the equation, just having Hertz being, being the hero. Um, and if you notice, Dazzle is a uh, play of words of Zelda. It's like turn around. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like my tribute to to this uh, franchise that really inspired me to want to tell stories. How far ahead are you with the story, at least in your head? So, so what I thought about is I want at least this main story, Endless Moons, to be nine chapters, so nine issues, um, which would be uh, like 180 pages of, of content. Hopefully, if we keep like the same steady pace, um, I say this, but like number two was two pages longer than number one, so I don't, I don't really know what's gonna, gonna happen with number three. But hopefully, I'll be able to manage and stay in track with only 30 pages per issue, which is kind of long for the standard like 21 right in the comics uh, industry but I, i've noticed that indies usually take their um some some free uh liberties in terms of timing and, and pages for for that but anyways I, i'm planning nine chapters nine issues for the story and i dividing like three volumes like three each which is like the first one is kind of like setting things up uh some context and then number two is prepping up and then prepping up for like the main um, issues that's gonna the story gonna is gonna tell and then the last three is like the confrontation against this bad guy um, what I'm trying to do is also like since I play a lot of video games um, I'm quite quite a, quite a gamer I try to replicate what it could be as a game if this story was a video game um, so like or like a movie like three arts um, three steps of, of the story um with mini mini bosses or yeah mini bad guys uh in between to get to the main bad guy at the end of it um so this one's gonna have nine and then i'm already working on a spin-off of a character that's gonna show up in issue number three so chapter number three um and that's gonna be a five issue story like a, about uh someone related to Dazzle and and then I'm just working on other stories, but in terms of Endless Spoon's world, this main one hopefully is gonna work out for, for nine chapters. And then if people are interested, my, I'm already working on this spin-off that hopefully I'm gonna be able to put out and then start like building more stories in this uh, world that I have in my head. Any thoughts of taking this to a publisher as opposed to going through Kickstarter for everything? Not for now, I mean, yes. I would like to because it would be pretty cool to offer it like in retail and stuff. But I feel like I want to become a bit bigger in terms of a creator, like name and community behind me. I'm pretty pretty new to it, um, so I feel like I have to take a few more. It's gonna take me a few more campaigns to build a name as a creator, having people follow these stories, <clears throat> and then hopefully also with like. Be more of like negotiation power, if you will. Um, reach out to publishers, see if they're interested, um, and get it like spread it around uh, a bit faster or like bigger to other other places. Um, also, 
big since he's an indie indie project and Nick, uh, my artist, he has other things that he works with. Um, I, I don't know if we could guarantee like the the fast pace that a publisher might require in terms of turnaround for new chapters uh, because I'm planning releasing one every six months or even more like even a year if, if I'm offering a new story in between um, and maybe a publisher wants an issue every two months or three months and I'm not sure we're going to be able to uh, guarantee that delivery. So I hope I already know the answer to this, but getting somebody else to do art is probably off the table, right? Yes, oh, I mean, good. at least for this one, yeah. for for Endless Moons, yes, uh, for the nine chapters, yeah. For the spin-off, I'm, since Nick is super busy and already working on this, um, for the spin-off, I'm, I'm looking for other artists to, to give it a chance, um, just to be able to offer more content faster. But yeah, I mean, want to keep working with Nick for Endless Moons because he, he's fantastic. Uh, he, he's, he does not do digital art, he just does, does it like, uh, pen, pencil and paper, um, which is pretty cool. And also, like the, the inks, uh, it's all like um, Gothic markers, I think, um, which gives it like a quite different uh, look, uh, look and feel to it. That I love. Uh, I think he's he's amazing what what he does, and he's been growing a lot as an artist the past couple of years. I've been working with him since 2018, uh, building this. So yeah, very excited. He he recently released his own. Uh, book like art book um through kickstarter as well like three months ago which got uh funded uh which is amazing so so yeah it's, it's great having him very motivated about the story and supporting the this indie project um but yeah he's a busy guy <laughs> he has a lot of projects going on because obviously he's awesome uh so uh we'll work together in this one but then i'm exploring different artists to tackle different stories and what's your excuse for not telling me about his other art book <laughs> you know what i don't have an excuse i'll send you the link well i'm glad you're not going to get anybody else to do it because uh there is i don't know how serious this threat is but i might stop buying it if you got somebody else to do art for the main thing right yeah i mean it, i think it's, it would be kind of weird to switch in the middle right so um Unless it's like different seasons or thing, but something, maybe. But but still, I mean, I feel like if I started with this one, I should carry on with with Nick. And also, I love what he does, so it makes sense to me. Um, and people love uh, his art. But switching, like, imagine like doing number two with Nick and the number three with uh, someone else, and having bowling one like being composed by one and two by Nick and then number three by someone else. It would be kind of weird, I think. That's one thing I'm really loving about indie comics is that you get the creative team staying together more. Like Marvel and DC, I mean, I love the stuff that I love from them, but we've all kind of been primed to, yeah, you're going to get a different artist or you're going get to get a different colorist or you might get some random person writing an issue just to fill in something. Right. But indie, you've got your creative team. They're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take more time, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you know that you get what you join um, like at the beginning, and it's gonna probably going to stick the same uh, for the rest of the uh, story. Uh, yeah, so definitely, yeah, true, I agree with you. I'm okay with more time, because then in the off months, I can buy other <laughs> things and support other people at the same time. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, 
that that's the idea, like releasing one every January and July. Um, but may, uh, since I'm already working on other stories, like other worlds, uh, not not endless moons related, um, I might just since endless moons coming up now in January 2022, I might release a different story, like a fantasy urban fantasy story that I'm working on, and then come back with endless in summer 2022 um, with issue one to two three. And then January 2023, something else. So switching it in between, give it some time. Also giving Nick some time to um, do his job, um, not really rushing it. Um, and yeah, also giving backers and followers different options to, to support um, and not burning the Hendless Moon's fuel too fast, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely. I mean, I've loved having the chance to go back and read this first one again kind of pick up on different things as i was looking through it um, i did have to save the stickers for my wife because she wanted to put them on things and of course they were going to be like going it? on her like things them? oh yeah she did but yeah i mean she the, doesn't I, get all I was the surprised by the quality there. actually okay <laughs> i mean i need to save some the, of them for me yeah yeah i mean i i can send you that all the stickers next time um for sure i um, might need to remind you I, about I, that. I, I mean, I'll write it down right now. Don't worry. Double the secrets. I'm just glad I was able to find this in her stack because uh, she has a rather big stack on the nightstand and this was kind of buried in the middle and being a smaller book that had <laughs> stuff tipping over covering it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 like, just like you guys, like, once you back up a Kickstarter project, you, you want, like, to back more. So I also have been uh, collecting uh, a few few indie comics um, that I really haven't really taken the time to read them yet, but there's so many amazing projects going on. It's amazing how how, how good the category is, is doing. That's the, it's the number one category in, in the platform with like 61 percent um, success rate um, and breaking records every year with like funding, which is fantastic because when you like usually talk about comics, everyone says like yeah, it's an industry that is dying, but it, that's not the case on, on Kickstarter at all. Um, not even for the printed things. Because both printed and digital work just fine. So if I have my timeline right, last time we talked, COVID wasn't really a thing yet. So how has that affected your process of getting the work out? I mean, actually, uh, we, we talked in January, right? Yeah, so it was like, yeah. it was a thing over somewhere else in the world for me. Yeah, I mean, in the UK, in the UK, it's been kind of, kind of hard to, to be honest. Like in terms of lockdowns and stuff, January was the new, a new lockdown um, after the holidays, and then February was like the most lockdown uh, season. Uh, now we're just coming out of it um, fully, like completely. Um, my fear around the the COVID situation was delivery. I was kind of skeptical about how fast packages were gonna get to my backers um, so I started doing some testing with like my family in Argentina like sending them uh, comics like test uh, printed editions um, just to see how fast they would get to them because Argentina is like one of the slowest if you will countries to, to do like parcel delivery so 
uh, and when I sent it out, it only took like two weeks and a half. So it's like, okay, if it only took two weeks and a half for Argentina, there should be there shouldn't be any problems for the US, which was my main market in terms of packers. Um, and here in the UK, which is my second market, it just like takes two days because it's local, like domestic delivery. Um, so so I took my, I mean, I was careful about offering, like saying I'm gonna send it to you in April. But I started sending them out in March, like late, like second half of March, just to be sure that have to give them enough time. But that was that was okay. It was no problem at all. Um, but yeah, that was my only problem around the, the the campaign, the first one. And actually, I did want to offer. Let me see if I can find it down here. I did want to offer like a collect a trading card. Um, people are not gonna be able to see this, but showing it in the camera. Oh, like a trading nice. card for uh, for the campaign. I ordered this one like from Etsy in the US. It's like reflected, um, but it took like four months to get to me <laughs> for some reason because the the UK is being like more strict in terms of what comes in. Um, so I could not rely on on the delivery of the cards to add them to the back to the parcels to backers. Um, so I said, yeah, maybe next time. And for this time around, um, I said, no, it's, it's too, too, too soon to do it. But next time I'll make sure to offer like trading cards based on the portraits that we have for the characters, the six characters of the crew. And then obviously the new ones are, got, are showing up in number two, which are three, if you will, uh, three new characters um, that show up. Uh, so that should be so that should be fun. I think people usually like uh, trading cards and collectibles like this. So offering something like this should be fun. Just like an add-on to the to the campaign. Maybe even like theme them into like uh, tar tarot cards. So each character could represent like a tarot card. That that could be cool. That would be cool. Uh, so it's so it's an option. Uh, before anything else, I want to acknowledge the fact that my timeline is definitely off because COVID was definitely happening last time we talked. <laughs> because it's yeah. not 2020 anymore. Exactly. Thank God for that. <laughs> it's almost 2022, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad my timing is today. <laughs> that's fine, don't worry. And looking back at the first campaign, is there anything you wish you'd done differently? from the first campaign um to be honest i knew it was like a very test like testing the field in the first campaign that's why i kept the rewards very simple i just offered three three options it was like you get the digital one you get the standard printed edition which was like a 30 pages book with like the the basic binding for, for the book and then the deluxe deluxe edition that which was perfect binding which people really liked uh, like the thicker kind of body to it um, and then the extra content in terms of concept art and then the I don't know if you checked it out but the voiceovers for the characters uh, like the character bios uh, when you scan the QR code um, you get to listen to what the characters uh, sound like and like presenting themselves to, to the camera I feel. Um, so I, that was a test run for sure and then in this one uh, i was confident to offer okay i'm gonna offer more rewards i'm gonna offer from scratch the, the variant cover some prints that people usually like 
um, wallpapers. More the stickers are not like a like a stretch goal. They're just available for the the collection collector's edition or even as an add-on if you buy um, uh, the 15 pound uh, tier, which is issue number two. Um, so not really regretting anything from campaign number one. Campaign number two, though, this one, <laughs> I noticed that I made a mistake that I released it like last Monday, which was a holiday in the US. It was the 4th of July holiday. And I was I was completely forgot about that because since it was a Sunday, actually, the, the holiday, I was not aware that Monday was going to be a holiday as well. Um, so, so I was not expecting uh, less traffic because of that, but it actually happened. So it was like a kind of slower first 24 hours, um, but then it was it, it began to gain some traction uh, later. But I could notice the difference between the first one and the second campaign in terms of the um, traffic, or uh, even like the video plays, like the campaign video. In the dashboard, we can see how many people actually played and how far along they get. Um, and it's like way less, which means like usually that less people clicked on the campaign to, to see it. Uh, and that's definitely because of the Monday holiday. That actually, then I did some research and yeah, people say, do not release a campaign on a holiday. Uh, so now I know. <laughs> For number three, is going to be like avoid holidays at all costs. Yeah, if our big holidays fall on a weekend, we, we push it to either Friday or Monday just to make sure people get the day off. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, the, the campaign is it's doing okay. It's 47%, I think, by now. Yeah, 47%. 76 backers, which is nice. Uh, the goal is to break the 200 backers uh, milestone. Um, that would be ideal. Um, which, at this, at this point, uh, should be uh, doable. Um, we have like 22, 23 days to go. Uh, it's gonna be tomorrow. It's gonna be one week, the first week, and I'm very curious to see what happens tomorrow in terms of because Monday is usually Monday, Tuesday is like a release window for new campaigns um, and like higher traffic. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens uh, with, with with mine. Um, gonna be pushing it a lot tomorrow, especially. Uh, to see if that brings new backers in, um, and also like sending updates to to previous backers to remind them that the campaign is live because they might have missed it uh, last week. And I like here too how like I'm going through. The only reason I hadn't backed it yet is because I was trying to figure out which cover I wanted. So I finally decided to start <laughs> right. here talking. And which one? Which one did I? I think I'm going with A. Number A? Yeah. yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah. The, the mirror one. I like to the, get my yeah, covers in like sets of things and B is definitely cool. And if it had been like that for the first one, would have been all over yeah. that. But yeah, I feel like A matches the first one better. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, if I would have, if I would have to do something different, I would change the cover for number one. I think it's too static, but I mean, it's a good cover, but, um, sense of, of showing what the story is about it might be uh, missing some stuff but but I mean it's, it's she uh, dazzled which is on the, on the cover um, shows like very badass the bounty hunter uh, feel of it uh, for to it which is nice um, but number two like these two covers that Nick did from this time around I think he 
really got into what Endesmoons is about, um, showing both like the secrecy of, of, of her past and then also the action that happens in in the books. Um, because number the cover B, which is kind of like a dazzle in a, in a hallway with a creature in front of her, uh, I told Nick like Nick, this this has to be if you had to mix endless moons with alien, and dazzle is like inside a ship with a monster loose, and he nailed it. I mean, you can see like even with the colors, he 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 went with this monochrome kind of feel with red, um, and it looks amazing. Uh, so I'm really happy with with option number B, but but people tend to like number one, like number A, uh, most the most. I've been doing some research on Reddit and with friends as well, and overwhelmingly like 90% prefers cover A over cover B. And I really like how you're taking advantage of Kickstarter's add-on things. So where I mean, I just I clicked on just hey, get me number two because i've already got number one it's right. sitting right here on the desk with me Correct. but yeah. if i hadn't have done like if i didn't have number one i can go add number one right here correct yeah if you get like the collector's edition because you want all the little things that come with the book like the prints and the wallpapers and the stickers but the collector's edition is only for number two so you get number two version uh, print uh, cover a and cover b but you're not getting number one you can add number one as well um in that, uh, that stage because otherwise you, you can get the printed catch-up which is you get number one and cover a for number two but maybe you're just like gonna get number uh cover b as well then it's better to just jump into the collector station in terms of pricing um and get everything together also your numbers from earlier on number of backers and stuff are officially out of date now what do you mean? Because I have finally clicked all the buttons. Oh, cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. 77, yeah, just, yeah, that's it. This thing better happen because I want to keep reading the story. <laughs> I mean, that, I, I want it to happen too. But anyway, uh, we're, yeah, we're getting very close to 2,000 um, pounds, which is the 50% uh, mark. So that would be cool to, to end the day with uh, 50%. We're 90 pounds away. So yeah, it's time to, to push it in socials. After this call is done, I'll be releasing um, tweets and stuff. I've been, I've been also trying to do more uh, TikToks and Reels on Instagram to see if that gains some traction and traffic to, to bring new followers. Um, because grabbing the attention of people online is kind of difficult, <laughs> as you may well know. Um, attention span is very short, so like video content seems to be a good alternative. But yeah, trying lots of new things for social media in order to promote the, the campaigns. Well, I'm really excited to get to read this one when it comes out. So it better happen because I still have <laughs> defeated Kickstarter back in street going. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, share it with friends and family and we'll make it happen. <laughs> the whole reason for doing this episode. Like, I will exactly. try to yeah, yeah, so... on Reddit and pop it on the indie comic subreddit and stuff as well. Plus, another spoiler for everybody listening. Uh, this is sounding like I won't have to do much of any editing at all. So, awesome. 
should be able to get it out pretty quick. Fantastic, that would be awesome. Thank you so, so much for, I'm very glad that you're offering like these spaces to for creators uh, because it's, it can be very difficult to promote something out of the blue, like something new, uh, especially when we're just starting. So thank you, Chris, for, for having this space. Um, really, really useful for, for us. Well, it's really just a giant uh, secret plan so that when I start making things myself, I have people I can talk uh -huh. to. And when I have ideas yeah. for things I can't make myself, I can put it into y'all's heads so you can make it. <laughs> that works. That checks out. And then eventually when I talk to more publishers, publishers who shall not be named, but everybody knows who they are if they know me, then I can have publishers I can throw y'all at when you get to that point of things. Right. So for people who aren't sitting here looking at the Kickstarter page as they're listening to this, like I am, um, how long do they yes. have to get this project backed? Uh, 22 days and a half. So probably around the late teens when this comes out. Uh, it's probably going to be 19 days, 18 days. I mean, you told me, but yeah, as of now, it's recording is 22 days. So it's going to end on the 2nd of August. So everybody Late make sure you get post. this thing backed now. So yes. we don't have to worry about if it's going to be backed. Exactly, yeah. And if you want to follow my, my socials, I am on Twitter as at uh, Tommy Jauregui with a J. Um, and Endless Moons is on Instagram as at Endless Moons Comics. So if you want to uh, follow the, the, the this world over there, I will much appreciate it. Um, I'm always posting stuff, um, obviously, to push it uh, through the internet. But, but yeah, I mean, updates and stuff, they all go uh, to my socials. So if you guys want to follow me, give it a go. And as always, we will have links to that stuff down in the show notes because clicking links is so much easier than trying to spell stuff, even yes, in English. Exactly. True. True. And then I think Thank what you. is fast becoming my new end-ish of the episode question, who is your favorite Muppet? My favorite Muppet, that's a great one. Um, a Cookie Monster, for sure. I love Cookie Monster. He's so good. <laughs> I mean, his attitude, his passion towards cookies. Uh, yeah, and, and just the hands, the huge hands. <laughs> I love that. As always, if you want to hear more from me, you can head on over to Twitter at PlayComicsCast or PlayComics.com where you can have links to all the social media stuff, see some random articles I've got written, see some comic reviews that me or some other people have written, cool stuff like that. Got a nice little news section uh, where I'm calling it a crowdfunding corner to really highlight not only the episodes I do like this where I talk to creators, but sometimes I just don't have time to pop off an episode with somebody or timing can't work out. So, you know, get some written stuff up in there. Just some real quick overviews of stuff is what I'm thinking. It's kind of a work in progress. You know, we'll see what happens. If you want to help support the show, best thing you can do is to just tell other people about it and force it in their ear holes. But you can also go on over to the support page where there's links to coffee and patreon and other things like that where you can help support monetarily it's certainly not required but it is always appreciated speaking of things that are appreciated play comics is part of the gonna geek network home to some other wonderfully geeky shows including better podcasting where i have just learned how to make a better podcast but also made lots of new friends along the way because that's what podcasting is all about 
If you like the music that I'm really talking on top of right now, head on over to soundcloud.com slash best-day to check out Best Day's music. Most of all, just grab a game, grab a stack of comics, and go find yourself a new favorite character. And welcome to Play Comics, where once again... Okay, I want to make sure I can do this right. Waragi. <laughs> you, can, you can call me Tommy Jaguar if you want. But that's not your name. I mean, I go by Jaguar online. Not because it's easier to, to pronounce, but you can say Hawuregi if you want to try it. The Americanization of everybody's names is stupid, and everybody should force <laughs> yeah, people yeah, to pronounce Tommy's it not, Tommy's not even my name. <laughs> it's Tomas, so... Yeah, <laughs> already used to it, sadly. Well, now I have no idea what's going 